जय राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी जय राधा माधव कुंज जय गोपी जनवल्लभा गिरिवरधारी जय गोपी जनवल्लभा गिरिवरधारी जशोदानंदन ब्रज जनरंजना जशोदानंदन ब्रज जनरंजना यमुनातीरावन चारी यमुनातीरावन चारी जय राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी गोपी जनवल्लभा गिरिवर धारी जय गोपी जनवल्लभा गिरिवर धारी जशोदानंदन ब्रज जन रंजना जशोदानंदन ब्रज जन रंजना जशोदानंदन ब्रज जन रंजना जशोदानंदन ब्रज जन रंजना यमुना तीरावन चारी यमुना तीरावन चारी जय राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी
जय राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी जय राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी जय राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी निताय गौर प्रेमानंदे जय ओम विष्णुपाद परमंस ब्रिवराज गचाज स्तोत्र सत श्री श्रीमाद हिज डिवाइन ग्रेस शिला भय चरणारविंदम भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी महाराज श्रील प्रोपाद की जाय ग्रंथराज श्रीमद भागवत महापुराण की जाय श्री श्री कृष्ण बलराम की जाय श्री गौर भक्त बृंद की जाय निताय गौर प्रेमानंदे हरि हरि बोल ऑल ग्लोरीज टू दी असेंबल डिवोटीज हरे कृष्ण ऑल ग्लोरीज टू दी असेंबल डिवोटीज हरे कृष्ण ऑल ग्लोरीज टू दी असेंबल डिवोटीज हरे कृष्ण ऑल ग्लोरीज ऑल ग्लोरीज टू श्री श्री गुरु एंड गौरांगा All glories to you, Srila Prabhupada. Hare Krishna. So welcome to today's celebration of the most joyful and auspicious Holy Appearance Day of the original Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord Sri Balaram. Actually, those of you who came close enough uh, in front and to the deities. And if you haven't do that at some point, you'll see the deities today are really beaming with a lot of happiness because Lord Balram is the favorite of everybody. He's the favorite of Krishna. He's the favorite of Radharani. Um, Radharani actually had a very strong secret desire how she could actually uh, associate with Lord Balram in a way that would actually be proper like that because she heard so many things about him, she saw him, and he has a spotless character, um, really spotless character, very beautiful character. In fact, even his looks also, he's so handsome, it says that he defeats um, the beauty of beauty itself in his handsomeness. And anybody who sees him becomes very, very attracted to him, extremely attracted to him. So her secret desire was fulfilled when he himself had that desire to serve her because he knew her as the best of the best. And so then he invented as a gopi himself. He actually uh, took the gopi form of uh, uh, Ananga Manjari and became Radharani's younger sister and actually serves her as the younger sister in a very special way. For those of us who are familiar with this science, we know that the most important place in the world, the best place in the world is called Radhakund. And in the middle of Radhakund is a very wonderful palace. This palace is called Salavela. And in Salavela, the Salavela Palace is actually the palace of um, Anangamanjari. And this is where Radha and Krishna have their pastimes in very, very intimate ways uh, that nobody else knows except for Anangamanjari. And uh, so this is the original trio. As we all know, Krishna says, Ahamivasamivagre. Uh, it's described that originally there was only Krishna. There was nobody else. And then from his right side, he 
he manifested Balaram. And from his left, he manifested Radharani. These three personalities are the same soul, exact same soul. They're just three different bodies, three different personalities, but the same soul. So all these three are equally original, supreme personality of Godhead. This is why uh, often when pastimes or the appearance day of Radharani, we also describe her as the original supreme personality of Godhead because she is, that is her position. And so these three are already one soul. So it's not like anything funny is going on here. Uh, these three are actually very intimately associating with one another. And sometimes they become one, sometimes they separate like that. In the pastimes of Goranga Mahaprabhu, Radha and Krishna actually become one again. And at that time, Lord Balaram is Lord Nityananda. And Lord Nityananda, it is described, in his body is Krishna. Krishna is inside his body. So normally it is described that Krishna is the greatest of the great, that everybody is inside Krishna's body, and Krishna is beyond everybody's body. But in the pastimes of Lord Goranga, it is described that Lord Krishna is inside Lord Nityananda's body. And so this is why when Radharani has difficulties with Krishna, sometimes Krishna misbehaves and really makes Radharani very frustrated and angry at him. And so she tries to fix the issue, but it doesn't get fixed because Krishna is a very strong personality in every way. It's very hard to control Krishna. He controls everybody. It's very hard to control him. So when she's not able to do that, she actually crosses the boundary of the leelas and goes to the Vipralamba leela or the leela of separation and consults with Lord Nityananda what to do with this boy. He's being so difficult. How do I do? What do I do to, to sort the issue out? And then Lord Nityananda will tell her, this is what you do. And then she comes back into the Samboga leela, the leela of uh, union, and then she'll sort her situation out with Krishna and Krishna will be sorted out. So this is very amazing. It's just very hard to understand because these things cannot be understood by the mind. The mind is limited. One cannot understand eternal issues with the mind. But the heart is unlimited. The heart is not the material heart. A lot of times people think the heart is the material heart. The heart is the spiritual heart. It's at the center of our chest. And this is where the little I, me, exists and the big I uh, super soul exists. So each and every one of us has those two souls in our hearts. The eye that is you, that's the little eye, and then the big eye, that's Krishna himself and spiritual master and all of the associates. This big eye is actually Lord Balaram himself. This is Lord Balaram. Uh, Lord Balaram looks like the light blue. My eyes are not that strong right now. I'm going to take my camera and use the camera to light up. So please repeat after me. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Jai Ghrantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam Mahapurana Ki Jai 
So this is from the 10th canto of the Srimad Bhagavatam. And so it's been put in prose form. Uh, we're not going to do the typical chanting of the verses, but we will chant some verses when we're describing Lord Balaram. So who is Lord Balaram? The Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna is the fountainhead of all incarnations. Lord Balaram is his second body. Sometimes he's described as Krishna, a Krishna. Krishna is Krishna himself, a Krishna, because Balaram is whitish in color, Krishna is blackish, so so Balaram is also Krishna, it's called a Krishna like that. Krishna, a Krishna. They are both one and the same identity. They differ only in form. Balaram is the first bodily expansion of Krishna, and he assists in Lord Krishna's transcendental pastimes. He is the source of the entire spiritual world and is the Adi Guru, the original spiritual master. So this is a very important point being made here, that Lord Balaram is the source of the entire spiritual world. So what is the spiritual world? The spiritual world is the sporting ground of the pastimes of the supremely attractive couple, Radha and Krishna, like that. So this is the spiritual world, and the highest place in the spiritual world is known as Goloka Vrindavan. So why today is a very, very important day for us is that we also want that our heart become the spiritual world, so that Krishna will come and perform his pastimes in our heart, like that. And that Radharani will come and perform, they will perform their pastimes in our heart, individually. This actually happens when the devotee makes spiritual advancement like that. So how does the spiritual advancement come about? The spiritual advancement comes about by first meeting a devotee of Krishna. Brahmanda Brahmite Kona Bhagivan Jeev, Guru Krishna Prashadapaya, Bhakti Latabij. So when one meets a devotee, a genuine devotee of Krishna, then that devotee plants the seed of devotion in our hearts. And then we water that seed of devotion by chanting, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So this is the process Bhaktivinoda Thakur describes. There are only two things that are important in our lives that we must get done. Everything else won't matter so much, but everything else will feed these two things. The first is an attachment to the holy name. One should be very attached to the holy name because the holy name is non-different from Krishna. The holy name is Krishna. Uh, Harinam Prabhu, as he is known, is actually Krishna himself. And Radharani is Vidyavadhu. Vidyavadhu means she is the knowledge, the transcendental knowledge, so that we can understand Krishna properly and so that we can uh, do our service properly like that. And the second thing that um, that Bhaktivinoda Thakur describes is most important in our lives, is jivdaya. Jivdaya means to be very compassionate to other living entities. Why? Because every living entity has four relationships with Krishna. The first relationship described in the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says, Suhridam Sarvabhutanam, that I am the best friend, the benefactor, the lover, the greatest lover of each and every living entity, not just humans, Every living entity. Krishna is the best friend, the best lover, the greatest benefactor. Then he says, Aham Bij Pradapita, I'm the seed giving father of all living entities. So every living entity is a child of Krishna. Just like some of us who are married here, 
you know, we have, we have, some, we have children. And when we have children, we love our children the most. Prabhupada actually said that child worship is more than, more important than deity worship. And we know how important deity worship is. So this tells us the position of the child. Prabhupada even said that when a boy comes to your house, you should know Krishna has come. If a girl has come, Radharani has come. If another boy comes, that's Balaram. Another girl comes, that's Ananda Manjari. Like that, so it keeps adding like that. But these personalities have come to our family to actually take direct service from us. Imagine Kalachanji being born in your family, in our family, and then we give direct service to Kalachanji 24-7. How fortunate we would be, right? So this is our position. This is the position of every living entity, by the way. And, and, and this is why Bhaktivinoda Thakur stresses Jeev there. So we understand this point. Then Krishna also says, So imagine, you know, in this world, people consider money to be very important, the most important. In fact, in Kali Yuga, it is described that money will be worshipped. This is why in the United States dollar, it says, in God we trust. Because the dollar is who they trust the most. And so, this is actually the situation in Kali Yuga. So imagine... Because money is most important and we are born to a family of the richest people in the world. If we are born in that family, we will certainly not have any money problems. Right? So Krishna is saying, my whole estate, whatever he has, means that whatever he has, we are part of that as well. We are part and parcel. How amazing is that, right? Imagine, you know, if we are struggling with money and... uh, Say, for example, well, who should I say is the richest person in the world today? But uh, I've always said Bill Gates, but it changes from time to time. This one comes, and Elon Musk becomes, and Jeff Bezos becomes, and somebody else becomes. But let me just say for now, it's uh, Bill Gates. I'll keep my line going. Uh, so imagine Bill Gates comes and says, okay, whatever I have is yours. I mean, man, that's hundreds of billions of dollars. Overnight, you become the richest person, right? So Krishna is giving that to us. He's saying, Each and every one of us is completely part of his estate. Part and parcel, he says, so you don't get separated. How fortunate, what a great position to have as a living entity emanating from Krishna himself. And finally it is described that Jivera Surupahoy Nitera Krishna Das that we're all servants of Krishna. And what does the word servant mean? It comes from the word service. And the word service, Prabhupada describes, means expression of love. In this world, in the English dictionary and other dictionaries of this world, material world, service is described as like a job. It's a work. Nobody likes to work. Nobody likes job, you know. Of course, they like it because it gives them some money or whatever else, but they really don't like it. On Monday morning, a lot of people have heart attacks because they have to go back to work. But service, in our terminology, is not that. In our terminology, service means to love. And everybody likes to love. Everybody loves to love. In fact, love is the most enjoyable thing in creation. Krishna himself says that he manifests the spiritual world, the material world, and every living entity in the spiritual material world because he wants to experience more love. He himself knows the greatest enjoyment is, is in the aspect of love. 
So here are these four powerful relationships that every living entity has with Krishna. So jiv there means to understand that and then do whatever we can to remind them that you are also Krishna's beloved. You are also Krishna's child. The whole estate of Krishna belongs to you. That you can express your love to Krishna. This we have to actually do in our lives. If we do that, then we will also understand it ourselves properly. Just like there's a saying in English, the teacher is the best student. Why is the teacher the best student? Because the teacher is teaching knowledge that actually will allow the teacher to understand whether the teacher himself or herself understood the knowledge properly. Right? Especially when we are preaching, we know, for those of us who preach, and everybody must preach. Prabhupada said, preaching is life. We should always be preaching, 24-7. In fact, it is described that the only thing we should be attached to is Sankirtan. We should be always very attached to Sankirtan. So when we are preaching, we know that when people ask us questions, and they sometimes get very brutal about it, right? I mean, they get really hard about it. That tests our preaching ability. If we keep our cool and answer that person so that that person will understand and that person becomes happy, even though they might have started by hating us and say, I hate you. You're talking about Satan. You're not talking about Christ here. You're talking about Satan or whatever else they might say, right? If you keep your cool and understand Krishna consciousness and speak to the person based on where their consciousness is, they will understand that what you are saying is actually the truth. And they may not immediately change, but in their heart they will change. And sooner or later, that change will come out externally as well. So, the preacher is the best devotee. And Krishna himself describes that in the Bhagavad Gita. That one who preaches this science to others is most beloved to me, and there will never be anyone more beloved than he. So this is actually our process. So now, how are we going to do this? What is the process? The fastest and easiest process Krishna describes is tadvidi pranipatena pariprashnena sevaya obadekshyantiti jnanam jnanas tatvadarshana that we should actually accept a person who has seen the truth, seen the absolute truth as our spiritual master. And spiritual master comes in three different forms. One who introduces us to the science of Krishna consciousness, who is known as the Marga Padashi Guru, or Vartaman Padashi Guru. And then the spiritual master who actually holds our hand and walks us back to Godhead. That spiritual master is called the Siksha Guru. And then another spiritual master who actually introduces us to the disciplic succession so that we may become empowered to also reach out to others and do the same for them. That person is called the Diksha Guru. And sometimes the same person plays multiple roles. And sometimes there are many who play these roles in our lives, in each of our lives. Whatever it is, it's okay. Guru is one. The Guru's only purpose is that we may also become trained to become gurus so that we can reach out to others by always connecting with Krishna consciousness and connecting others to Krishna consciousness, then we can become successful. So who is the spiritual master? The spiritual master is the representative of Lord Balaram. That is the spiritual master. Original spiritual master, as we just read here, is Lord Balaram himself. So it is by Lord Balaram's mercy 
that one becomes spiritual master. Why? Because when Lord Balaram goes anywhere, he organizes the place in such a way that it becomes so beautiful that Krishna wants to come to that place. Okay. Why Krishna loves Vrindavan is because Vrindavan is very beautiful. It's an amazing place. It's just when you, when you hear about Vrindavan, even fainting is not good enough. You get so stunned by the beauty of Vrindavan. It's a very, very beautiful place. In fact, the gopis, when Krishna goes outside of Vrindavan, are not so interested in Krishna. They're only interested when Krishna is in Vrindavan. Same with Radharani. One time she had to go out to deal with something, and she met Krishna, and she didn't feel the same thing she felt that she felt in Vrindavan. And Krishna said, what's wrong? Why, you know, we love each other so much. What's wrong? Why are you not so, uh, you know, so encouraged, uh, so thrilled like that? Why are you not so thrilled? Prabhupada didn't like the word excited so much. Did you all know that? When somebody used the word excited, Prabhupada would change it. He'd say, no, no, not excited. Thrilled, enthusiastic. Use these words. I don't use excited. Because excited can also mean that your emotion is just bouncing off you know, and you might have a heart attack or something because you're not in control, you know, like that. But thrill is not like that. So why are you so not, not so thrilled? And so Brother uh, uh, Rani said, well, Vrindavan is not here. Let's go back to Vrindavan. That's where we can really do everything nicely. So Vrindavan is actually Lord Balaram. Lord Balaram manifests Vrindavan. It's his energy like that. So what we do is, on days like this, and today is a very special day for doing that, we ask Lord Balaram to please come into our heart. He's already there as a super soul, but can please come in and please uh, organize my heart so that my heart will become fit for Krishna and Radharani to reside in. And so it will become a beautiful place like Vrindavan. And then Krishna will want to come there, Radharani will want to come there. So today, because it is his appearance day, we actually take advantage of this situation. So today I wanted to do something which is, uh, for the gopis is very, very considered to be very important in relationship to Lord Balaram. Now you might know, or you do know, that there was a very great personality at the time of Lord Krishna whose name was uh, Gargamani. Right? So who was Gargamani? He was? Sorry? He was the family priest. Thank you so very much. Now, the family priest is a very important person for those of us who come from Indian backgrounds or from India. They're called the Kul Guru. This person is a very important person. The family never does anything without the blessing of the, the Kul Guru, the family priest. Everything is done based on the advice of the family priest. So you can imagine Gargam, Gargacharya, Gargamuni. He such a powerful personality, right, that he is Krishna's family's family guru, family priest. It's obviously a very highly respected person. This person also has a lot of power. So one day he wanted to bless the gopis because he was very happy with how the gopis were behaving with Krishna and Radharani and Lord Balaram like that. And so he wanted to bless them. So he blessed them with a coat of armor, which is called a kavacha. A kavacha. He blessed them with a kavacha. And it's a very, very famous kavacha. It's actually the best of all kavaches. There is no kavach as powerful as the kavach that he gave to the gopis. That kavach is called Sri Balabhadra Stotra Kavach. So it actually 
praises Lord Balaram. The Kavach actually praises Lord Balaram. In the process, the gopis become fully protected. Nobody can touch the gopis. Nothing can go wrong in their lives. So we are devotees also, and we are also the servants of the servants of the gopis. Right? Uh, Krishna, Lord, uh, Lord Goranga says, Gopir Bhartu Padakamaleor, Dasa Dasa Anudasa. So we are the servants of the servants of the servants of the gopis of Braja, who themselves are the servants of the supremely attractive couple, Radha and Krishna. So I'm going to uh, uh, speak, I don't know what the time is, I'm not able to see from here, it's 9, 9.15, okay. So uh, I'm going to recite some of the verses, but mostly I won't be reciting the verses, I'll just recite the translation so that in the interest of time. Om Jnana Timirandasya Jnanan Chakshuranimilatam Yena Tasmei Shri Guravenava Namah Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Pishthaya Bhutalesh Matetamah Krishna Goswami Namah Namah Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Pishthaya Bhutalesh Matetamah Bhakti Vedanta Swami Namah Namaste Saraswati Devi Gauravani Pacharine Nirvishesha Shunyavadi Paschat Deshtarine So this is from uh, uh, the uh, Balabhadra Stotra Kavacha and there's a very famous personality at that time uh, his name is Sri Pradvipaka Muni. So he's actually speaking this. He's actually telling the story of this Kavacha. So he says, Goloka Dhamidipatihi Pareshwaran Pareshu Maam Patu Pavitra Kitanabhu Mandalam Sarshapavad Vilakshate Yan Murdini Maam Patu Sa Bhumi Mandale. May Lord Balaram, who is the master of Goloka, who is the supreme controller of all controllers, and whose, fo- whose fame is spotless, protect me. May Lord Balaram, who on his head holds the earth as if it were a single mustard seed, protect me in this world. Now we can see from this how big Lord Balaram is, right? I mean, if the whole planet Earth is like a mustard seed sitting on his head, you can imagine how big he must be, right? He does amazing things. I mean, there was a time when Yamuna wasn't doing what he wanted, and so he stopped the Yamuna with his hands, just with his hands. By the way, the Yamuna at that time was five miles deep and very wide also, like an ocean. Today, Yamuna is a very, very small fraction of the Yamuna that was there, at the time when Lord Krishna and Balaram were on the planet. Okay? He was able to stop it with his hands. Can you imagine how big his hand must have been that you know he can stop a five mile deep river flowing past at very high speed. So this is this is Lord Balaram. He's just a totally amazing personality. In the next verse it says, May Lord Balaram protect me when I am surrounded by many armies. Now who is the greatest army that we're always surrounded by? The army of? What is that described as? Army of who? Whose army are we always surrounded by? All of us. Maya, yes. Prabhupada very clearly tells us, right, that we're always at war with Maya. And Maya has many people in the army, including ourselves. Forget others. We might say everybody else is in the army, but she's recruited us too. <laughs> we joined the army too. <laughs> so he's surrounded by many armies. And then says, May Lord Balaram hold the plow, always protect me in battle. 
because we're always fighting. So we have to be protected in battle. This is a war against Maya. This is why we're all getting hurt so much. You know, sometimes you wonder why in this world, you know, misery never lets up, you know? Why is it that this is one thing after another thing after another thing? If it's not this, it's that, you know? Right now it's the pandemic, and after the pandemic it'll be something else, you know what I mean? And the pandemic itself makes so many things happen. By the way, then I was saying the pandemic is going to last another five or ten years. So, welcome to the pandemic. Anyway, the material world is a pandemic in action. So it's a pandemic inside a pandemic, you know? We didn't recognize the pandemic before as much. Now we're recognizing a little better. Now we're wearing the masks. We can tell we're in a pandemic. So we're supposed to have been wearing a mask all the time. What is that mask of? The mask of Krishna consciousness. That we should always be wearing. Because the disease is all around us. So then he says, May Lord Balaram, who holds a club, always protect me in many fortresses. Because our body is actually a fortress. This body is a fortress. It actually houses inside of it the mind, the intelligence, the false ego, the consciousness, the soul. All these are inside that fortress, right? And there are many fortresses because there's a fortress of the body, the fortress of the mind, the fortress of the intelligence, the fortress of the false ego. This is the biggest fortress, by the way. The false ego fortress is very, very big. It goes outside the body. That's how big it is. You know, then the fortress of the consciousness, which also goes outside the body. The fortress of the soul, which is so powerful. A lot of us, because we don't know how powerful the soul is, we become depressed at times. We become anxious because we don't realize the power of the soul. The soul is a spark of Krishna. We come from Krishna. So the soul is going to be very powerful. This soul can multiply millions of times into many situations. How many times you've read in the past times, the same person was uh, a gopa, who at the same time was a gopi, at the same time was a, a mountain, at the same time was simultaneously happening. How many times have you read pastimes that same person? Because the soul can do that. That's the nature of the soul. This is why Krishna himself describes the soul as amazing in chapter 2 of the Bhagavad Gita. Krishna himself says, now if Krishna says something is amazing, you can imagine what that means, right? When we say something is amazing, it may not be so amazing, you know? In fact, generally it's not. It's blah, but you know, we think it's amazing. Because our standards are so low, you know? It's lower than the floor level. It goes, in fact, below the floor level too. It goes to negative, you know? And we say, oh, that's amazing, that's amazing, that's awesome. But, you know, it's nothing compared to when Krishna says, oh, it's amazing, means, oh my God, can you imagine what it must be like? If Krishna is amazed by it, certainly it must be something truly very great, right? And he says the soul is amazing. So, we can see from that, that uh, uh, this, this, uh, this soul, even inside our own body, did you know that there's not just one soul or two souls? There are millions and billions of souls inside the body. Because every cell has its own soul and super soul. And by the way, in every second of our life, tens of thousands of those souls are leaving. They're dying and leaving. And tens and thousands of souls are actually taking birth inside the same body. 
Because every cell has its own soul and super soul. You can imagine what's happening inside our body, right? I mean, it's totally amazing. If we just knew how much was happening inside our body, we'd sort of start understanding the value of human life and understand why this human life is so valuable and we can get so much out of it. Instead of, you know, not knowing this and out of ignorance thinking, oh, my life is very dull, you know, I'm useless, nothing can happen. Yes, we can feel like that, that I'm insignificant and useless, but the fact is, we are servants of Krishna. How can a servant of Krishna be useless and, uh, and insignificant? Like that. So understand it simultaneously, both ways. So then he says, May Lord Balaram, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, protect me in the forest. And of course we know, right? In the very morning we start with this prayer, Sangsara Davanala. Right? What, we, what are we saying? The forest is on fire, and we want that forest fire, the blazing fire, forest fire, in the material world, to be actually extinguished by the mercy of the spiritual master. So this is the mercy of Lord Balaram. Then in the next verse it says, May Lord Balaram, who wears blue garments, and who stopped the Yamuna, always protect me in fire. The fire actually is what's burning us, right? It's causing us burning sensation. May Lord Balaram protect me in the wind, because the wind can also affect us like that. May Lord Balaram protect me in the sky. May Lord Balaram, who is Lord Ananta himself, always protect me in the great ocean, the ocean of the material world. So we can see this is Lord Balaram. And today, because it is his appearance day, Lord Balaram is described at his most merciful. So today we should offer prayers to him and ask him anything because he'll give it today. We might know that in Vedic understanding, when somebody has a birthday, who gives the gifts? Who gives the gifts? The person whose birthday it is. In the material world, who gives the gifts? Everybody else. And people, the person whose birthday it is, looks forward to their birthday because they know today, I'm going to get so many gifts from so many people. And I'm going to be the happiest person in the world. They're only getting trapped in more and more material ignorance. The gift giver is supposed to be the person who appears on that day. So Lord Balaram's appearance day is today. So he's today giving out many, many gifts. Whatever gift you want, he'll give you. And he'll give you many more than that. Even what you didn't ask for, he'll give you. This is how nice he is. This is how beautiful he is. Because his beauty is not just about his body. His beauty is about his character. His beauty is about everything about him. It's very beautiful. Therefore, it's called Bala Rama. Bala means strength or power. This is the power of, uh, of having everything in your life that you can give as much as you can, as, as anybody would want from you and more. That's power. That's real power. Material power, spiritual power, metaphysical power, whatever type of power exists out there, he can give. And Rama means the reservoir of all pleasure. Reservoir in this world sometimes means a small body of water from which, you know, a city or a town might get its water. But reservoir in Sanskrit means that it has many oceans inside of it. Many oceans inside. So Lord Ram, Lord Balaram, is actually the origin of all pleasure. He is the origin of all happiness, all bliss. And that is what all of us are seeking. 
Everyone is seeking to become happy. Everyone is seeking to become blissful. And here's the origin of all this. Where not only is just Brahma, he is Bala Brahma. Means, you know, you add power to it. So can you imagine how fortunate we are that today we're able to pray and today we swung the deities of Radha Govinda like that on his day and that makes him very happy because those are his two favorite personalities. He's always trying to serve them. Ananga Manjari is always trying to figure out how he can bring Radha and Krishna together so that they can have a very nice time with one another. And then it says here, uh, in the next, uh, sorry, it then continues actually. Uh, it says, in the next verse, May Lord Balarama, who is Vasudeva's son, protect me on the mountains. Now we might know that Lord Balaram first appeared in the womb of Devaki. Alright? And then, so why did he appear in the womb of Devaki? Does anybody know why he appeared in the womb of Devaki? Sorry? Yeah, thank you. I just gave the answer. Very good, you're listening. To prepare the womb so Krishna can come. Can you imagine that? Even when Krishna comes, first he sends Balaram to fix the place properly so that he can have a decent house to stay in. Not one of those, you know, broken down, dilapidated houses. So, this is the power of Lord Balaram. So he came there. And then, of course, he was transferred to Rohini. Why to Rohini? What was the reason he was transferred to Rohini's womb? Because Rohini is the wife of who? Yes. She's the wife, she's the wife of Vasudev. So why is she not in, uh, in uh, Mathura? Vasudev is in Mathura, Devaki is in Mathura. Why Rohini is not in Mathura? Huh? Yeah, to protect her. They sent her to Brindavan to protect her from Kangsa. Can you imagine that? The one wife is sent to Vrindavan. And then the transfer happens, and where does he go? He goes to Vrindavan. <laughs> How nice, right? So he's now in Vrindavan, and Rohini gets to become a Vrindavan Basi. How fortunate she is, right? And she's always there. In all of the pastimes of Krishna, you'll see Rohini around, doing something or other. Look how merciful Krishna is. He gives everybody full opportunity to do this in our lives. Okay. I have here uh, the person who is supposed to take care of the Kirtans, and Kirtans supposed to start at 9.30. So I'm going to have to stop because we're going to have to do this at 9.30. Anyway, we will read more uh, when we get the opportunity. But it's 9.30, and 9.30 is the start. Who is doing Kirtan, Brinda? Radhika? Very good, Radhika. You want to set up, Radhika? Get your mic set up and everything, get started. While she's setting up, anybody has any quick question or anything you'd like to say? Yes, please. Now, can somebody repeat the question? I'm not quite getting it here. Oh, there you go. Now you can. Thank you. Thank you for the class. Thank you. I want to know that the spirit getting grow, like if this... Does the spirit grow? Yeah. 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 The spirit is already eternal. So eternally something that is eternal has two features to it. 
it will always exist and it will always expand. So growth is called an expansion, so it does become greater and greater in its abilities, this, that, and the other. So that is true. And that comes in the form of consciousness, so like that. So yes, the spirit does grow like that. Good question. Thank you. All right, Radhika? Yes, quick. What is the age difference between Krishna and Balaram? Well, they just appeared one after the other immediately. So you can imagine it's not much of an age difference. Of course, eternally, eternally they're the same personality. So, but yeah, first Balram came, and then he was taken off, and then Krishna appeared. Sorry? No, 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 no. Would be less than eight because you know. Yeah, it's you know the next birth is is Krishna, then Krishna appears. So, it's not it's not a nine month process like we go through. Does that make sense? Okay, thank you all very much. Sri Sri Krishna Balarama ki jai. Shri Prabhupada ki jai. Radhika ki jai. Radhika.